Hi there, this is Dan Delta Collins. You're listening to Wandering DMs. Wandering DMs is broadcast live every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash wanderingdms and also youtube.com slash wanderingdms. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome to Wandering DMs. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan, and on this episode of Wandering DMs, we're doing another one of our special dungeon design dashes, where we're going to try to fill in a whole dungeon in one hour. And this week, Paul, we've decided to pick a high-level dungeon that we have not done yet. So we're targeting yep. like eighth level, so this is a dungeon that will be appropriate for superheroes and necromancers and their ilk. Excellent. Now, uh, Dan has foolishly perhaps trusted me to uh, pick out and uh, and prepare the map for today. So he has not seen this yet. This is the first time he will be uh, seeing it here as I cut to it. Uh, as, as, as in the past, we are leaning on our friend Dyson Logos uh, to provide. Uh, he's got some nice uh, uh, free for commercial use maps on his website. And uh, here we go. Here's here's our map, Dan. Nice. nice little oh, nice. Taverny map. Okay. Interesting thing going okay. on. Nice. Uh, nice. So for for the sake of our podcast viewers, we got about nine rooms. It's a entrance is a natural cave with some twisty windy tunnels. Uh, there's a little section that goes down like a spiral downward. So you need like a separate little point A leads to point B kind of indicator here. Um, yeah, there's some interesting features here. So hopefully that's great. That's, that's not great. Big and not too small. That's uh, I found. I that, appreciate that, you like... picking up. Go on. Go ahead, Paul. <laughs> I appreciate you picking it out because one of my good friends on Facebook uh, yesterday I saw posting, I went to Dyson Logos' site for a single map, and two hours later I realized I'd gone down a rabbit hole looking at his thousands of thousands of productions, and they're all great. So I appreciate you you doing that that spelunking job uh -oh. to pick out a good, a good choice. You know, it's, it's interesting because I go in there with very specific constraints because I know for this exercise that there's a sweet spot for us that's around like eight or nine rooms is kind yeah. of mm, perfect, yeah. uh, perfect size for this, this kind of exercise. So, yeah. Yep. Um, excellent. Okay. So um, we're going to begin, uh, as before, with Matt Finch's Adventure Design Desk Book, uh, which later was republished as uh, the, the Adventure... Tome of Adventure. Tome of Adventure Design, I believe, right? Thank you. Whew, I always forget the yep. name for it. Yep. Great. And we're going to roll on the what is labeled the locations chart. Um, but my, you know, I, I love starting this way because it gives us that sort of adjective noun of the adjective nouns format uh, for a title for our, for our adventure. And I think that always uh, spawns good stuff for us. So I will, uh, will re-roll if it gives us something that we don't like. Um, uh, so Dan, uh, why don't you give us uh, some percentile rolls? We'll need four of them in total. Great. Here we go. Okay. So I got a, uh, rolling actual physical dice here. I got a 39. Uh, that gives us desolate is, is the beginning of our title. Great. And 94. Uh, Sanctum of the Desolate Sanctum of the 38. Uh, flying. Oh no, <laughs> flying seems a little wrong for uh caves, but okay, sure, why not? 20. 20. Changeling. Interesting. Desolate Sanctum of the Flying Changeling. What are you, any any one of those in particular you want to call out, Dan? You'd like a reroll on? Maybe Changeling. Uh, like I'm already getting yeah. some ideas here, but Changeling. I never like but, eh, for some reason. I don't know. Other people like Changelings, and I'm like, it doesn't really speak to me. Forty-seven. What would that be? That's interesting. I'm just realizing, looking at these charts, that there's that there's. Two, yeah. There's an A and a B. There's two variants, so I could be, I could be reading. Uh, I could give you the uh, variant. Uh, anyway, sorry. What was the number? Yeah, I got a forty-seven here. I think that's what I got. Great. That will, um, 
That would change Changeling to Father on this chart, which the is Flying weird. Father? Yeah. Uh, or, alternately, on Table B, you have Lich. Desolate Sanctum of the Flying Lich. Let's try, let's try, let's just try one more. That might be it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe... What, what is 65? Fly, this, uh, flying is a weird modifier for some of these options that we're coming yeah. up with. Uh, well, interestingly, on, on Table A, 65 is Lich. So, that's... Oh, really? <laughs> I guess it appears on both tables. That's weird. Uh, let me just check Table B. Uh, 65 would give you Princess. Uh I feel like I feel like Weird. it's trying to point us at Lich here. It's trying to tell uh, us Lich. Okay, great. It's the, the desolate sign of the flying Lich. I, I, why is the Lich flying? I don't know. I'm kind of, kind of. Okay, it sounds super weird me, and campy, maybe. Let me but... rip on that. So, yeah. so some of our viewers are making great, great observations that for higher level characters, there should be some uh, amount of like you know extra mobility, like places or or or, or paths that lower level characters simply get to. So to my mind, this is either going to be like uh, these these tunnels are going to be like way up on top of a super high cliff or the top of a spire at sea or maybe like a floating rock or something flying through the sky. Do any of those speak to you? Like I feel like the place itself where the yeah. lich lives is itself flying. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I, I kind of like the like it's it's in a flying rock or something like that. Um, yeah. You know, I almost, I almost want it to be like a chunk of of rock that has like gravity reversal going on in it, in it or something weird like that. Now, I I'm gonna <laughs> I that's great for me, Paul. But last time when I brought up gravity reversal, you crashed all over me. <laughs> for, for well, gravity you were thinking as a being, trap, which was super. I mean, this is a lich's saying. Well, of a course, it was going to be a trap. Okay, I would also recommend Sam. Let's let's keep our eye out. I, I think since our since our main villain here is flying, um, I think right. let's let's have at least a couple of these rooms have obscenely tall ceilings. Great, I like it. I like yeah, it. great. Okay, so it's a, so it's a floating rock, and the and your superhero level characters have got to have got to fly up to it before they even get into the the, the caverns. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay. Another table that maybe might be fun to play with here is um, uh, we have in the past done done some some extra work for our main villain on the on the second book of the Adventure Design Desk book, which gives us uh, allows us to go into details about special monsters. Um, now the funny thing is we always end up not having to roll on like the first table because it's obvious, right? Like in this case, it's a lich, so clearly right. it's some yes. kind of weird undead thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we could, if you want, roll on here for other uh, unusual aspects of our of our lich. If I can get to the undead yeah. part, uh, which is on page thirty-seven, it's telling me. Great. Um, so why don't you give me? Um, let's see. Uh, well, Paul's looking for that. I'll just say thanks to the viewers because we always get you know great suggestions while we're doing this. So thank you for the uh, the flying issues. You guys, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk us through really quickly um, the causes of intelligent undeath and preparations for un intelligent undeath. Oh. Uh, the, some of the preparations might be voluntary. Actually, let's just roll in the preparations. Give me a percentile roll. Okay, that's that seems appropriate. How about thirteen? Uh, this tells me that the corpse or body is preserved or prepared in such a way that the soul or life force cannot depart. Okay. That seems what do you think about lich like. That? that seems yeah. that seems pretty much what I would expect for a lich. Right, but cannot right because a lich lich is usually doing this on purpose, right? They have a phylactery that they're right. they're trying to protect because they want to stay. That table suggests to me that there's some level of him being trapped here. Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah, okay. Great. Great. So in order to in order to work his devious plans, he has no. He's he's stuck on the rock. He's got to bring his base around to wherever he wants to go. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Or she? Maybe it's a female lich. 
Great. <laughs> or uh, other. Why don't you give me another percentile roll and let me tell you what uh, the de- the villain's devious plan is. We'll see if that brings us anything I exciting. 75. Okay. Devious plan number 75, Paul. That says that uh, the villain seeks to gain direct or indirect political power at some lo- level of government. Okay. I want to roll, though. There's a... There's a uh, uh, okay. I, there's a more exciting one here because it just grabbed my eye, which is... And I'm just going to choose it, uh, which is concealment. The villain is trying to conceal himself or conceal his past acts, conceal his organization, conceal evidence, etc. And there's a subtable for it. Roll me another percentile. I'm going to look up what's what this villain is concealing because I like this 84. table. Secret identity. The villain is disguised within the human population and is building up a new identity for himself. He might have forged documents or an altered body form. In this case, the villain has created a new okay. identity. I kind of feel like it's so, lich maybe magic jarred somebody. So, so five <laughs> yeah. minutes ago, our viewer Ash right referred to the indie game that was just recently published called Lichcraft, which is a mm-hmm. satire of uh, UK uh, trans policies, in which apparently the only way you could possibly uh, uh, make use of uh, trans medical services is to become a lich, uh, because it's going to take hundreds of years for that to happen. So that that's at least in the ballpark of um, this lich changing their identity. Um, cool. So, good guess, everybody. Apparently, that's the direction we're going in. <laughs> so, the Lich is clearly transforming their identity. The Lich is transforming their identity. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. So, maybe uh, in life they were known as a uh, powerful, evil wizard, and uh, they need to distance themselves from that for some reason. Uh, is that is is the flying rock really doing a good job of that? Like, um, um... <laughs> well, that's why my the way, where my head originally went here with this. Uh, maybe we're going too deep, too deep. But um, was the notion? Uh, I would, my my brain went immediately to like a magic jar spell, and so maybe what's okay. actually in this rock is not the lich, but the magic jar. And that the lich is wandering around in another form, pretending to not be a lich. Great. I love it. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Kind of kind of kind of um kind of notes of our of our um Halloween special that we did with WebDM, where I was a plant as a character who was uh, actually uh you know, I was I was there, I was sort of the guide. Uh, to bring the party into this lich's uh, place, yeah. and it turned out that actually I was in—I was actually the lich, and I was trying to draw people in, and I was being controlled or whatever. So that might be—that might be an interesting thing great. to try and work into this game. Okay, great. great. I feel like we got—we're—we're we're, we're, as David Hearn points out, we're twenty percent time in, and we're still working on the theme. <laughs> yeah, let's get going. Um, mm-hmm. uh, intentional placements—is that where we are next? So, is the lich on the rock, or is the lich not on the rock? Is the lich in our dungeon? Let's let's say uh, let's start with the lich's phylactery or magic jar is definitely on the rock. Yeah, let's place okay. that thing. Okay, where where is that hidden? Um, and my eye is immediately drawn to area their areas five or nine being the the furthest yeah. away from the entrance. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, nine is exciting because you got to go down this very deep spiraling downward uh, uh, tunnel. Uh, past some I like weird nine, chambers with statues. I feel like uh, thinking in like the high level aspect. I feel like the the spiral from six to seven. Uh, wouldn't it be interesting if it wasn't just a normal walk down the stairs, but there was some magical trick there? Like you have to do yeah. some kind of magical performance to open up the actual stairway. Otherwise, it sends you on a teleporting infinite stairway that you're stuck on. I feel like that's, that's going to be an interesting, like high level barrier. So I feel like nine would be good for the the final location. Yeah. It's really hard to get to. I mean, I could almost imagine that, like maybe seven and eight, which are along that spiral staircase, are kind of checkpoints where if you don't do the right thing, you immediately get jumped back to six. Yeah, I like that. Cool. And there could cool. be some okay. kind of like key puzzle over in five that you have to go first before you can unlock your way down. But that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Okay, so we're going to say nine is where the phylactery is stored. 
Um, and so nine is at the bottom of this deep spiral staircase, which we decided has got some kind of weird mm -hmm. infinite trap on it. Uh, it's a smallish cave, which contains uh, on the right side a little nook with a with a statue in it, and on the left side a curtain. If you pull aside the curtain, there's oh. a little sub cave that looks like it's got to me. It looks like it has a bed in it. Right. Is that what you're? Right. Uh, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump. Yep. Sorry, I've, I just described all that without having the map Agreed. zoomed in. So there you go, folks. That's what I'm looking at. Is number nine. Um, where's the phylactery, Dan? <clears throat> Somewhere held on the statue, hidden hidden in or on the statue. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. So the the the. Sorry. Oh dear, dear. Uh. Keep keep go running with that, Dan, because I am uh, uh, struggling with tech really quickly here to try and get the. So the uh, like I'm thinking. Um... Okay, so high level, this this should not be easy. So I feel like like actually hidden inside the, the statue. So the the statue is a um, terracotta construct, and in order to find the phylactery, the players actually have to break it open, which is something I we tend not to do a whole lot of the time. Um, okay, great. Finally, finally got this fixed. So we're gonna say uh, ceramic statue. Is that what you said? Ceramic statue. Terracotta. Terracotta Warrior. Terracotta Wizard. How about that? You don't see that too often. Wizard statue must be broken to reveal, which is uh, phylactery. Uh, okay. Great. Um, so what's going on with the bed and the curtain? Why is that there? Presumably the uh, presumably the lich can like teleport back in, right? Can teleport or mm -hmm. travel back in. I mean, it's the reason why it's their home base. So they stay there like three months out of the year. Like it's like it's one of these skyscrapers in New York City now that's mostly empty. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a desolate sanctum. It is a desolate sanctum. It right? is so right? really. Yeah. <laughs> Very little right. here. Uh, uh, okay, so you're just saying it's an empty bed then? No, no, yeah, so no monsters, a, a no dusty traps. Dusty hasn't nothing. been used. Well, there ought to be something here. So I feel like uh, maybe uh, if players penetrate this location, the lich automatically comes back. Right? Yeah. The lich yeah. automatically comes back and they actually have to confront it. I like that. I like that. I kind of want like like not only does he come back, but he appears like reclined in bed, like. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, Great. <laughs> uh, we've teleport. we have we have a suggestion for 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 Sleeping Beauty's off-brand cousin in the bed. I like that. Ah. I like. I I kind of like it. I kind of like it desolate, and then all of a sudden he comes back. Yeah. Oh. Oh. By the living. Great. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm. 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 Rip, I'm stealing. I'm stealing ideas from the viewers. Uh, change yeah. the statue from terracotta to gold. So it's a very fine gold statue, and in order, and you're going to break it and smash most of the value in order to get to the phylactery. Great. Great. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds good. So it looks like that. some big solid gold thing, but really it's actually quite mm -hmm. fragile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And it's it's nicely made, so it's very precious. You could take it away for a big value, but you can smash it up, and then it's the, the gold value is reduced. Definitely. You have to be really committed to 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 getting the phylactery. <laughs> I like this idea too that. Um, that uh, the bed is 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 stained. Uh, ADB says the bed the bed is stained with the body's outline, or or as I as imagine it, maybe there's an impression in the mattress <laughs> of a body Great. shape that then fills with the with the lich. Uh, Great, yeah, that's awesome.
teleport will into bed if the uh, and I've got this that the lich will teleport into bed if the room is entered by the living. Sound good? Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Great, 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 great. Okay. Um, let's talk about this trap coming down the stairs. Right. So, so looking at we've basically got a spiral stair leading down. Uh, begins at frankly it begins in room two. There's an entrance into it, uh, but it's really key. Does number six is the top? That's the highest level of the stair. And then at seven and eight, there are uh, alcoves along this twisting stair in which there appear to be statues. Seven has one statue, and eight interestingly has two statues in that alcove. Oh, interesting. That interesting. Okay. Yeah, and I want okay. I want all these statues to be of the same dude, right? I want like, like oh. you know, so, so maybe there's a gold. It's, it's clearly a statue of the Lich himself, like in his younger living days. And right. at nine, it's got gold. So maybe at seven and eight, we have like copper and bronze and silver versions of the statue. Maybe. Great. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to say seven is a copper wizard statue and eight is a uh, maybe uh, Electrum and 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 silver or silver and Electrum versions of the wizard statue because the uh, coin types. <laughs> okay, now, so given those statues what's the, what's what's the deal with these statues dan are they going to animate an attack uh do you have to do do they trigger some horrible trap if you don't do the right ritual i like that this could maybe key people into the fact that they're in an infinite loop when you see like and now there's another copper statue and now oh, another yeah, silver right. and electrum statue and now another copper oh. statue <laughs> oh that's good that's super good yeah that's great um yeah, that's super good. Uh, we could certainly make one of them uh, like a like equivalent to a stone golem would be appropriate, um, which 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 we've had a lot of discussions lately about how terrible they are. They just are immune to all magic. Um, yeah. So I think I feel like I want to do that, and then let me see here. So uh, I'm looking at, I believe, the third volume of Tome of Adventure Design that has mm -hmm. uh, tricks and traps in it. And Paul, this is something that Paul um, doesn't have. Um, yep. And so I'm springing this on Paul for the first time. Uh, but they're among the dozen fold types of trick ideas that uh, Matt Finch has there is he has um, uh, hazards and he has find the path tricks. So I feel like those sound um, sound appropriate for this. So maybe I'm going to go down to the hazard table and just generate some ideas that I would not have um, thought of. So let me just see that. It's okay. So actually, Paul, do you have percentile dice? Do you want to roll I do. percentile dice yep. for me? And I'll look sure. that up. I got a 42. Okay. So hazard... 42 suggests, well, it suggests a large mechanism or process. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to run with that. Uh, Joshua posted in the yeah. chat, having to rearrange the statues in ascending order of value oh. to end the loop. Oh. So maybe oh, the statues are placed into like sockets and they actually have to be lifted and carried and moved around in some way. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. So, in fact, now I want to reverse them, and I want confusing to people about right. Great. Let's <laughs> say that uh, number seven is the Electrum statue to start, because yep. clearly it's in the wrong place. That's where the copper statue goes. Great. Um, and number eight should be our s silver and uh, copper. Great statues. Um, and yeah, and Ash says make them very he heavy, which was exactly what I was thinking. Of course, they're right. incredibly heavy exactly. and difficult to move, exactly. but they must be moved. They must be placed into the proper order <laughs> or what happens? Um, hmm. well, you get trapped in the infinite loop is the, is the obvious you get trapped thing. in the infinite loop. Um, right. Yeah. And, uh, maybe we could uh, add something else. 
Uh, let me see here. I mean, maybe if you put the wrong, if you put uh, a statue in the wrong slot, that's when it, you know, comes to life Great. and attacks you. Great. Great. Uh, I'm, let's, let's get some ideas from uh, the magic things table. Okay. Uh, roll, roll percentile dice four times and see how happy we are with this random thing that's going to happen. So did you say four times? Yeah, four times. We're going to get a warning, right? It's going to suggest that 47. the players be warned and not... 47. Um, uh, there is no warning. Okay, great. There's no warning. Great. great. Okay. Um, let's see. My next one is... Let's go to the 10. triggering... You know, I'm going to skip one of these, so there's just going to be three rolls here. 399. Um, 10. Okay, the trick is always active. All right, so that answers that. And result of triggering action. This will be the last 59. one. 59. Uh, okay, so you, you pass it, but emits a warning signal. And if the characters continue going by it, they get cursed. Um, it emits a warning signal, even though there was no warning, but okay. Um, so, so they go by it and made the, the statues speak a riddle to try to clue them into the infinite loop. And if they keep going by it anyway, they get, they get increasingly cursed as they proceed. Okay. So I'm going to writing, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to start typing here because I need to start putting words on paper. Um, so what we have here is that what I'm, I'm looking at number seven, which is the first statue that they're going to encounter. Uh, I'm going to say Electrum Wizard uh, statue speaks riddle, um, and uh, if passed without answering correctly, party is cursed. Uh, I'm going to say any, uh, anyone passing without answering correctly is cursed. Um, um, I'm going to say that the, uh, copper statue actually belongs here. Any other statue placed here or not any other, cause there's really only one, right? So it's, uh, cause currently the Electrum Wizard is here. Uh, the copper one belongs here. So if the silver statue, if silver statue is placed, is placed here, it will animate as Golem. Yeah, great. Something? Great. Great. Okay. Um, uh, okay. At number eight, I'm going to say Silver Wizard Statue on left and um, Copper Statue on right. Speak Riddle in unison. <laughs> Not uh, anyone passing without answering is cursed. You want, you want, is, is that what we want? Do we want the same the same trap on both of them, on all of them? I feel like I I, I want them. Oh wait, it's got to be the other way around uh, because uh, it should be copper, silver, electrum. So silver belongs on the left. So it's got to be copper is on the left end. Silver is on the right, so that every one of them is in the wrong spot. Great, that's good. Um, silver belongs on left, and electrum on right. If uh, uh, okay, silver belongs on the left. The copper is currently there. Uh, if electrum is placed on left, or um. On the right is silver and uh, electro or copper. Nope, nope, nope. I'm, I'm confusing all the variations. Um, silver statues on the right uh, or electrum belongs there. So it's got to be copper, right? Why did I have copper on the first one? don't know. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I did that. Copper belongs there. Um, 
anyway, I'll get all the variations right, right? So for yeah, each right, slot, yeah, we'll, there's the, yeah. the, there's the, the, right. the, the statue that is is there, the statue that belongs there, and the statue that will, and the third one will animate as, uh, uh, will animate as. Um, cool, okay. Um, and then I feel like there should be some text, maybe an eight that just says, um, anyone descending beyond this point without having placed all, um, all statues in the correct positions will be teleported to area six without noticing. So, Obviously, my, my notes, uh, for, for the record, notes are very rough here. We'll obviously come and massage the language for the final right. edit. Right. But right. Uh, that's the general idea, right? So we have uh, 6, 7, 8 there as this elaborate statue trap that includes some golems, uh, includes some valuable statues. I don't know if there is a way for the party to abscond with any of these statues, but maybe. Um, I feel like if you, probably if you leave with any of these statues, they should also attacking golems, right? Like, they probably don't want to be, rem be removed from the <laughs> from the sanctum. But anyway, um, great. So you've got uh, one, they're going to ask you riddles, and you'll, you'll if you don't answer them, they, then you'll be cursed. Two, uh, if you put the wrong statue in the wrong place, it might animate and attack you. Three, you've got to get all the statues into the right places, or you can't get all the way down to room nine. Yeah. That's good. Well, that's that's pretty great, Dan. We've just uh, with one elaborate trap filled, you know, three locations of this map. Um, Correct. You did mention Correct. earlier on that you wanted some key at number five, and I feel like since riddles are involved, there's got to be some clues to the riddles at five, right? Right. That makes sense. Um, so I'm just going to write. Initially, I was thinking really something they here. carry away. Initially, I was thinking something they, they carry away, but that that makes sense. But I don't know what else is going to help them with that trap. There should be clues for the riddles and maybe something, some, some, something that implies, you know, higher value being lower or something like right, like descending. Some some clue that Could the be. order of the statues is in increasing value. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's alternatively like could be like a telekinesis one. Like maybe maybe the statues are so heavy that normal people, like five normal people can't pick it up at all, but there's a telekinesis wand in there that will let you move it around. That's great. But like, yeah? Uh, can we have all those things? So clues for the riddles, as well as a clue yeah. about need to arrange statues in ascending value order. Uh, telekinesis. I can't spell telekinesis, Dan. Telekinesis, <laughs> whatever. It's K-I-N-E-S-I-S. <laughs> Probably not in your dictionary, I'm guessing. Oh, okay. Telekinesis wand. Uh, okay, let's look at room five. So the interesting thing about five, uh, it's it's deep-ish down, right? You had to descend for a ways to get down here. Uh, it is the least natural. Are you sure that's not up? I thought that was up. Let me get a closer look at that. When I read five, it was it was up because... Nope, I take it back. You're, I, right, you're right. Yeah, as I look at this map, it looks like uh, the exit of four looks like there's 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 a little cliffy thing. It also looks mm -hmm. like there's a cliffy thing between one and two. It looks to me like you're going down, down, down. Yep, I agree. Okay. okay, so the other interesting thing about five is not only did you have to go deep down to get to it, but it's the least naturally shaped cavern, right? There's a kind of a squarishness to it that looks unnatural to me. So what do you think about five? Are we intentionally placing some stuff here? It feels like we're halfway there, so we might as well finish it out. We've got clues. Right. We've got uh, we've got a telekinesis wand hidden somewhere. Are there, am I seeing correctly that there are curtains or tapestries or something hung on the east and west walls of five? I'll, I'll take your word for it. I'm not seeing it right this second. Okay. Um... Uh, I don't know if this helps, but here I'll, I'll let's bring the map back closer up. Look at the map if that helps you. Um, 
zooming in. So William suggests, yeah, there's definitely. Okay, I'm looking really close. Sorry, let me let me finish describing this room for you and everyone else. Um, yeah, so uh, the northern half of room five is kind of unnaturally shaped, whereas as you travel further south, it gets more squarish. The mm -hmm. center portion, uh, or the, the, the northern part of the southern half of the room, there are definitely curtains on the east and west walls. And then in the final 10 feet of the, of the southernmost part of the room, there are two little alcoves on either side with a small square drawn in each alcove, right. which represents right. some kind of furniture or something something going on so we had a pretty i kind of like the um suggestion from william in the chat that there could be like a mini version of the same puzzle there could be three small like i'm thinking maybe like chest sized piece replicas of the three statues that you have to move around the same way and then that unlocks a box that has the one of telekinesis in it so you wind up getting trained on the reordering puzzle in a mini way here in five uh-huh. Uh -huh. I want to, I like that. I like that. I want to go with that. I'm looking very closely at the map and I just want to reveal two things. Um, one is that indeed at, at, at room number four in the passageway to five, I'm noticing now as I zoom in that Dyson has drawn a letter D and an arrow, which clearly implies yeah. that it goes down. Weirdly, as I look at the spiral staircase going from six, seven, eight, nine, that actually says up. That actually says that you're going oh. up from two really? up six, seven, eight, nine, and nine would be the highest point, which I'm. Can I see that again? By. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at uh, right underneath the number six, very closely. Oh. Um, oh. Uh, there's clearly uh, a U with an arrow. I don't yeah. mind that actually. I I, don't, I so, actually don't so, mind him being like in the cockpit of the flying rock in nine. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of don't mind it right. either. So great, great. Yeah. So five is the lowest point. Nine is the highest point. Yeah. Um, great. So let's say in five, I want to say in five at the southernmost end, there are little pedestals in the alcoves to the to the east and west, and maybe a third one that we don't see. Maybe I'll even maybe I'll even get in there and edit the map. Uh, I've done this in the past. Yeah. Draw a third little box kind of in the center, and I want to say maybe left to right they are like three feet tall, four feet tall, five feet tall. Yeah, great. Great. Um, uh, okay, let me uh, nice jump idea. here. This is, okay, so I'm going to say uh, pedestals at southern end of room are from east to west, three foot tall, four foot, five foot tall. Um, now where, where are the mini statues? Um, so you pointed out, uh, two features on the Southern end. So maybe, um, you know, the two ends plus the middle. I, that's, that's where I had the pedestals oh, okay, that where the okay. statues go. Okay. Um, oh, I see. are the, are this are the statues just happen to be there and in the wrong order or are they somewhere else and they need to be placed? What do you feel? What do you, what do you, what do you think would be better for that? I mean, it's more on the nose to have them already placed in the wrong positions because of course it's about right. reordering. Right. They can, I'm just going to say they contain yeah. mini versions of the copper, silver and electrum statues in the wrong order rearranging the statues to the correct order will reveal the hiding place of a wand of telekinesis. What's, what is the hiding place of the wand of telekinesis? Um, How about this? It's it's in one of the tapestries. It's like it's 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 depicted in one of the tapestries, and when you get the statues in the right order, it falls out of the tapestry. Uh, great! It, it is. Bond <laughs> is represented in tapestry scene and becomes real and falls to the ground when statues Like it's actually like the depiction, we may not have space in the text, but it, it actually depicts a wizard 
um, moving large objects around, such as rocks in the sky and large statues and um, uh, uh, siege engines and things like that. Okay. Uh, they get the mini version. Mm -mm -mm. Tapestry. Tapestry. Uh, both tapestries or one? One tapestry. I'm just going to tapestry to figure out uh, later. Okay, tapestry. so now I want to say both Picks. except one of them's cursed. Using wand to move large objects around rearranging statues. In the correct order will cause the wand to become real, fall to the ground. So I'm going to say that's the uh, randomly picking the Western Tapestry and the Eastern Tapestry. Eastern Tapestry depicts something similar, but is a trap. There's a trap. Right. Right. Uh, let's just say Eastern Tapestry. Uh, contains a cursed wand that falls out if statues are in the wrong order. Great. Similar depiction and produces false wand if statues are arranged in reverse order. So many great ideas. So many great ideas coming through the chat on what to what to do around there. So, Paul, we have about 18 minutes left, and yep. uh, I feel like we should start filling in um, the other spaces with monsters and um, and Perfect. other treasures, I think. Great. Let's um, do that. Uh, we're, we are at yep. this point down to only one, two, three, four, five, six rooms that are empty. Let's yep. let's rapid fire them. Um, with yeah. just uh, just raw contents, you tell me what's what's in here: monster, Great. treasure, empty, etc. So let's Great. begin at room one, which is the entrance. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, I got a trap there. Trap? Any treasure? Um, no. Good point. Trap? No treasure. What's in What's in room two? Oh, I was making the trap actually. Great. Uh, yeah, but I, I, like I was going to suggest this. we just we just rapid fire the, the high mm -hmm. level of what is in each room, and then we can come back and fill in mm -hmm. the detail. Yeah. Uh, two is empty with no treasure. I don't mind that because that's the branching no way. Yep. So maybe yep. you can, I, I, you're deciding. I totally agree. How, how about room three, which is an odd side cave that has nothing to do with anything? Uh, that has a monster with treasure. Monster with treasure. I love that. Uh, room number mm -hmm. four which is a large chamber uh, that is on the direction of the of the tapestry room. Uh, seems to have a and statue a in it. Yeah, so now my roll is coming up empty with no treasure, but then we can move something in there. Um, great. Uh, six, I, I have uh, marked as empty right now. Sorry, I'm, uh, folks, I've got the wrong thing on screen. Six, I have marked, I've marked uh, still unfilled. But six, of course, is the return point of the teleport trap. So I feel right. like maybe we just leave it at that. That's fine. I because I I think it I'm just writing in that return point of teleport trap. We'll fill that in right. later because I almost feel like yeah. that the only reason to number that at all is that's that's where they go back to. Um, and give me what's in room ten. Where there is no room ten. That doesn't exist. Oh I'm deleting okay. it. There's no such thing <laughs> as room ten. Great. So okay. So we have the high levels. I want to jump back to room four, uh, which is a right. big empty room. Uh, which you rolled an empty result for contains a ramp right. down uh, down some stairs to room number five, and there's interestingly on the cliff that overlooks the ramp down is a statue. Right. <laughs> so I really want that statue to come to life and jump down that cliff at anybody going down there. Great. What is that statue of? Is it another wizard statue? Uh, is it a statue of something else? Can I, can I also posit something? Uh, here, here's something. I suggest it's another statue of the wizard, and I suggest a new detail about our wizard. Uh, he's got wings. Yeah, okay, that seems appropriate, right? Right, right. Great. I'm kind of picturing, you know, yeah. Benger from the D&D cartoon here. So our evil wizard has got wings, which is why he's flying. And there's no a way. statue here of something not valuable, a non-valuable metal. He's, he's uh, iron or... 
let's say iron. It's an iron statue of the of the wizard here, uh, standing there, kind of looking like he's facing the wrong way, right? He's looking over the back in the direction of the cliff rather than into the room at four. And if you dare to go down there, he will jump down and attack you. Great. I love it. Cool. Uh, iron statue of winged. Uh, <laughs> just so that I remember that detail, maybe that'll enter the text somewhere else. Giant statue of winged wizard looks over ramp down to number five. Will animate and attack anyone going down there. Cool. That's at number four. Um, that leaves us with one, two, and three. One is our entryway, which we see has a trap in it. Uh, right. Two is empty with no treasure, and three is a monster with treasure. Let's start at room number one. What do you uh, tell me about this trap? You were going to roll something for this trap. Uh, interesting. I'm getting a uh, <clears throat> I'm getting a, a pit being suggested. Um, I'm not sure that's appropriate for our flying rock. In that location. Although it looks it? like there's a pit, doesn't it? Like if you look, if I look at room number really? one, there's kind of an entry hallway on the right side, and then there's this big depression. It looks to me, right? Is that what I'm seeing? There's definitely some height. I mean, to me, that looks higher up. Yeah, I can't. So, I mean, tell, to me, on the flying no... rock, there's like an opening, and then there's a higher level terrace that you could like defend it or look out over. Is what I'm. Is what okay. I'm, great. 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 Um, so, I mean, I suppose there could be a pit in the entryway that just drops you out of the rock. Like the very <laughs> first thing is you, you you land, you think you're walking in on solid territory, and then it opens up and it just drops you right out of the rock from a thousand feet up in the air. Great. Can we? Can I? Can I say that in the on no, the okay, on the, like... the ledge that overlooks the entryway? Right. We've just decided right. there's kind of a ledge there. Uh, I think it's mm -hmm. like a small collection of of um, of gargoyles, not the monster, normal gargoyles that will not attack. Great, just to freak them out. I love it. I Great. love that. <laughs> Great. Now, uh, you know, the other thing you can do in that direction is like like uh, uh, unusually realistic statues, right? That kind of thing. You could, <laughs> but I like usually I like the gargoyles a lot. Realistic. Actually, gargoyle statues, not monsters. Overlook entrance into um, into Sanctum. Um, uh, hit trap at end of tunnel. So that's like 30 feet in, right? 30 feet in. Just as you're about to yeah. turn the corner and come into the proper place. Is that yeah, where yeah. the pit trap is? Yeah. yeah, I like that. And so well, in, some of the chat uh, some opens of the chat, into... Uh, the, is, is well, Paul types that is is saying like, well, aren't they going to have a, a flying spell on them? But I feel like a lot of high level characters, in my experience, they're going to fly up on a magic carpet or with with a Pegasus, tie up the Pegasus in area one, and then start going in. The very next thing is bam, pit that drops you out of the bottom of the rock. So I think that's pretty clever. Geez, there's so many good ideas. Wow. <laughs> Great. Great. We could spend another hour just dredging up all the ideas I didn't have a chance to use. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so this, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I'm gonna suggest Dan here that for number two, we just leave that as empty, no treasure, and we'll put in some flowery yeah. text about what that room looks like. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Uh, so leave that. For I like lots of so clues on the three different directions, right? Like that's a great opportunity yeah. to say you see this or you hear this or you feel this. Sure. We'll fill in later on. What's in number three, though? Because that's that's I want an interesting okay. monster in number three. I really want something interesting maybe, and cool. This is like a, a serious guardian a, of this place, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, to me, that's I mean, you said this is a side cave that doesn't seem connected to the rest of it. So I feel like this could very well be, you know, some random thing that has flown in from outside and has you know made a burrow here in, in, the, in the one place that isn't really critical to the lich so i feel like this could yep. go either way okay How sure. about you roll me sure. a roll me a d6 okay i'm gonna get some suggestions here so th this is determining like what level of monster is showing okay. up here. i got a two okay so that's fourth that's a fourth level monster which is which is um 
less than you'd expect for this um, two, three, four for this territory. And roll a um, roll a d20. I'm going to tell you a monster. Okay, I got a 14 on the d20. How about several minotaurs? How do you feel about that? Minotaurs. Can they have wings? Yes. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> then yes, I'm down. Winged minotaurs. How, uh, uh, and, and since they're they're too low level for our party, there's lots of them, right? There's at least several. Yeah. Uh, roll a d6, and now that'll suggest how many should be there. Well, I rolled a one. Reroll that. Great. Uh, I've rolled a six. That's eight. Eight. Go for eight minutes. Winged minotaurs. Uh, camped here. Who Ash, Ash suggests they have fine insect wings. <laughs> That's unusual <laughs> for a minotaur, but okay, sure. Wingators. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and they're armored. Right? Yeah, great. They're wearing they're wearing plate armor. Wing, eight winged minotaurs in plate armor. Uh, are camped here? Lived here? Live here? Okay. See, I now I feel that they are actual intentional guardians of the lich. I okay. feel that they now okay. I feel that they're intelligent, and I feel like they're actually henchmen of the lich meant to guard the place. Plate armor reside here, and will attack any. Uh, one entering room two, right? I'm feeling like they're they're on the lookout for any kind of weird noises in room two, which is our kind of central corridor. They are ready. They are ready. You don't want them to like um, intentionally let people get further in and then and then hit them from behind. Okay. Well, now here's an interesting thing. I'm, okay, now I'm zooming in on the map just to see interesting things. Yeah. About halfway down the corridor to three, where the Minotaurs live, there's a box on the southern wall. I don't know what that is. As I get into room three, the edges look like they maybe have little ledges, especially the northern section, right? It looks like there's a little upward ledge. So maybe room can three, you, show these are winged again? Minotaurs. Right. Uh, right. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting that it's not on, not on screen. So you can kind of see, especially in the north, but it looks like maybe in the uh, east and south as well, maybe there are some little ledges. Um, I want to say that, the, again, let's have a super high ceilings in three. These are winged minotaurs. Are they up on ledges? Now they are, yeah. Maybe they have, yeah. They probably should have ranged weapons, right? Give them, give them some nice crossbows or some shit to... <laughs> armor. Give them longbows. Longbows are better Eight inside. Winged minotaurs in plate armor with longbows uh, will attempt to draw intruders in to ambush. Uh, so perhaps the box in the hallway looks like treasure. Oh, that's very good. Nonsense. Nonsense. Box right. in. Uh, so, uh, gold painted box, gold painted empty box <laughs> in whole uh, attempts to to lure victims into. So our winged minotaurs. In fact, looks to me as I look at that map that that ledge on the north has a pretty great view of the box that's halfway. Right. And I want to say, great. I'm gonna. I'm gonna now, now, now I'm getting crazy with it. But I'm gonna say, uh, gold painted empty box uh, with continual light cast on it. Okay. Right. So it's glowing. It's glowing. Or maybe it contains, okay. uh, maybe there's an object inside that's magically lit, so it looks like a little light is filtering out of the, like, I, like I want the, the full-on um, uh, Pulp Fiction effect here of, like, this box is amazing. Yes, okay, Surely, right. okay, that I want. This is an amazing yeah. box. Okay. okay, that's great. I like that. <laughs> uh, 
Right, so I'm going to say gold painted empty box emitting magical light. <laughs> Paul attempts to lure victims into this area. Eight winged minotaurs in plate armor, which will <laughs> ambush any intruders. Perfect. Um, damn, we got five minutes left, and I'm feeling pretty well, good about this, right? Like, I mean, I know yeah, it's all very like rough this. noted at this point, but right. um, I think the right. possibly the one thing we haven't talked about is what kind of wandering monster chart we want for this thing. Good point. Um, And also, I, I feel like maybe we need another treasure pass because it feels like there's very little treasure in it as as we always seem to end up there, don't we? Well, the Minotaur area is supposed to have a treasure. Uh, the various statues could have a money amount um, attached to them. Um, uh, I do agree my random rolls were coming up. Not very much treasure other than that. Um, uh so what's in our five minutes? Do you think it's more interesting to fill in the wandering monsters or the treasure that the minotaurs have, et cetera? I feel like I want to put the wandering monsters in place. That, that yeah. seems the most yeah. vague in my head of what, what kind of wandering monsters I are in agree. this thing. We can always we can always juice up the treasure later. Yep, agreed. So clearly the minotaurs, right? The wingators that we now have. Yeah. Sure. Uh, winged minotaurs. Great. Yeah. What else we got in here? Uh, I could almost just go, I mean, there's so many statues around. Maybe there's just like some statues wandering around. So I could do like a like a like like an extra stone golem just wandering around. Oh, great. Put a golem in there. Sure. And, sure. and I'm going to I'm going to steal I'm going to steal a, a viewer's idea. Of the, the, that golem is made of ebony. OK. Ebony golem. Just to throw a different wing and minotaurs. We got, kind of we got an ebony yeah. golem. Uh, yeah. I want I want there to be um, I want there to be another flying nuisance, right? Because this is this is inside a rock that's floating above in the sky somewhere. Yeah. Maybe something flew in here and nested. Uh, I don't know. Uh, trying to think of flying stuff. I mean, sturges are way too low level for our party. Um, uh, Manticore, wyvern, Manticore, um, wyvern. These these seem like really big monsters. Is there? There's no small winged monster that would be an actual nuisance to an eighth level party, huh? Uh, Will o' the Wisp, uh, a Willow Wisp um, mm-hmm. that uh, tries to drag them back over the the pit at the at the in the front. Uh, yeah. Tries to tries to lure them down the infinite tunnel. I mean, what if we just put? Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna renege on this. What if we just like now when I'm thinking about it, like maybe a maybe a bunch of wyverns just ha- don't just fly by and go look. Hey, there's a there's a cave. There's a nest, right? Flock of wyverns. Could be. Uh, we're getting suggestions for harpies. I don't know how you feel about harpies. Harpies. That's interesting. All these things feel like things that might happen upon the place and, and enter themselves right. versus rather than something that right. just happens to be wandering around in here. Agreed. I think Agreed. Uh, my favorite so far is Wyvern. So what about you, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe they're, maybe they're nesting on the outside of the rock. Right, maybe there's some extra mm, yep. stuff that's nesting on the outside of the rock, and occasionally they come in looking for lunch or something. That's reasonable. Uh, there's a, a a recommendation in the chat for a cloaker. Um, don't have that original D and D, but we could bring it in. We could certainly import it. And you know, I was per you know, I love grells myself, which is in the same the same basket, which is why I didn't say it. Um, okay. I like wyverns. I like instead instead of making up a brand new monster in the last minute. Let's I like I like the wyverns. Oh, we are we are super um, out of time. We only have three out of six yeah. wandering monsters here for our chart. Got anything else you like in here? Right. What about like some kind of fly undead? Like could be a specter or a vampire. They fly, right? Specters. Vampire feels weird uh, to me. Specter, I'm down with though. Yeah, great. Specters, great, great, great. Um. Any other magical? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, suggesting fourth level um, giant boring beetles. There's giant beetles in the rock that occasionally burst through into the tunnels. Giant boring beetles. Roll through the rock. Yep. And um, I mean... Now, now I want a Zorn, Dan. Now I want a Zorn in there. 
Uh, throw a Zorn in there if you want. Great. Okay. okay. Boom. It's two o'clock. We're done. Red pants. <laughs> Fantastic. Amazing. <laughs> there you go. That is our desolate sanctum of the flying lich. Um, we, uh, we never ended up statting out the lich himself, although he does appear, right? He appears in number nine. Or Correct. He appears in number nine. Uh, and I'm fi- I'm fine with that. I feel like the adding the stats is a, is a is a step that we do afterwards. The design is there. Okay. There's a lich that's yep. going to show up in number nine, but we we always yep. add the stat blocks after the show. So yep, agreed. Um, agreed. Did you say it's six players levels eight to nine? Is that roughly what we're looking at? Uh, how about seven to nine? Seven to nine. Five players okay. level seven to nine. Yep, I like that. Perfect. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Well, there, there's, there's the, yeah. there's the bare bones of our adventure. Uh, we, we, we did it. I'm gonna say we did it. Congratulations, did it in an hour. Uh, <laughs> Good for us. Obviously. Good job, Paul. There's, Good job, Paul. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like we lean heavily on the. Uh, we'll, we'll fix this in post, kind of. Uh, <laughs> but we will. We will fix it in post. In fact, viewers. Um, what will happen here is Dan and I will will tidy up the language, package this up, make it make a nice document out of it. We will pass that out for free to all current patrons. So if you're not a patron, now's the time. Come join quick before we finish this sucker off and give it to everyone for free. Um, <laughs> and then uh, uh, and then we'll also drop it, it on drive through RPG for a dollar. Yeah. Um, we'll buy that for a dollar. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Say, so, you know, awesome. you know, you could buy it uh, straight up for a dollar from drive-through when it's there, or you could just join the patrons at uh, the one dollar level, and uh, you'll get it. Definitely. Uh, awesome. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. Um, if you like this dungeon, uh, leave us some comments. Tell us uh, what's what's cool about it. Uh, if you have some thoughts about what you would like to see in future dungeon design dashes, what kind of dungeon should we do? Should we do a, a wilderness one? Should we do uh, uh, more or fewer rooms? Should we do a town adventure? Uh, what do you want? Let us know. Different levels, like high level. You like low level? You want to you want to yeah. you want to go like even higher than eighth level? You want something like around the fifth level uh, thing that, that would be useful for you? We'd love to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, leave us leave us some notes in the comments here. Tell us uh, what you'd like to see in the next one, and we'll make it happen. Definitely. And remember Id, that you can like, follow, and subscribe to us, the Wandering DMs. We are on YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and Facebook and GitHub and TikTok. And we do have the handle Wandering DMs on all of those sites. So look for us there for updates on upcoming shows. If you prefer to listen to our show in audio-only podcast format, you can do so. Those podcasts are available on our website at wanderingdms.com, which is the most reliable place to get those podcasts. I have been informed recently that there's a little trouble with the podcast showing up on some of the third-party carriers. I intend to fix that ASAP. Thank you, viewers, for letting me know about that one. Um, But possibly you can find our podcasts on third-party sites like Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Cast. Uh, if you're listening to us on one of those sites and there's a mechanism for it, please uh, rate and review us there. That helps other users of that site find us, and we really appreciate it. We really do. Uh, and as usual, big thanks to our patrons who support the show. If you'd like to join them, please visit patreon.com slash wanderingdms. And as usual, you'll see our discounts on March. You get access to a private Discord server, uh, monthly behind-the-scenes stuff. You get a free copy every time okay. we do a dungeon design dash. Um, and other features like that. After party yep. chat that we hold every Sunday, will there be there in about uh, 10 minutes or so to continue the conversation, which is among our favorite parts of the week, frankly, getting to see everybody and uh, talk. And today I'm sure we'll talk about more ideas that we could have for future uh, dungeon design dashes. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about our scheduling this week. Um, we are changing our schedule a little bit, not the Sunday show, but we're changing some of our other schedule here on the Wandering DMs channel. So my um, uh, uh, Dan plays, <coughs> pardon me, Dan plays games from the Elder Times, where I do PC gaming late night. That's moving to Tuesdays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And Paul TDR is uh, moving to when? Uh, TDR is moving to back to our original time slot on Thursdays from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Um, and we're playing a little bit with the makeup of that of that group. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, you won't see my face yeah. on TDR this coming uh, oh, yeah? this coming adventure. It's going to re- be replaced by a special guest 
Uh, Dan, yes. Dan, reveal for us, please. Who is the special guest of TDR this this session? Oh, right. Yeah. Well, there is a very special guest showing up on TDR. Uh, look at my notes here. Uh, well, it's me. So I'll be filling <laughs> in for right. Paul for the next cycle, and we'll be playing a cyberpunk game, which is one of my favorite genres, frankly, with Christian running it. So I get I get to sit in and play on TDR for a couple weeks, which I'm really looking forward to. So thank you. Thank you for that, Paul. And the other thing we got to say, we'll be back next Sunday with a very special guest. And I am very excited about this. I'm amazed that we are going to have an opportunity to talk to Mr. Ramsey Campbell, who is a legendary fantasy and horror writer all the way back uh, to the beginning of Arkham House Publishing. Um, and we're going to get to talk to Mr. Ramsey Campbell live on the air. Uh, he's got a new book coming out called Way of the Worm that's coming out uh, starting next week, actually. So we'll get to preview that uh, for the first time anywhere. And if you have any questions about uh, Mr. Ramsey Campbell's uh, illustrious decades-long career, tune in next Sunday. It's March 20th. And uh, get involved in the chat on that. That'll be next Sunday. Can you believe that, awesome. Paul? Yeah, really looking really looking forward to that. It should be an interesting conversation, a little bit yeah. of a digression from our uh, normal, very gaming-focused content. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know I'm a, yeah. I'm a big horror fan, so uh, exciting. Looking forward to talking to him. There you go. Awesome. We're so excited. So uh, that'll be live. Anything else, Paul? I don't know. Awesome. So uh, that'll be live next Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time as usual. So please join us next week for another thought-provoking discussion. We'll see you then.